Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello. So if you follow me on Instagram and are listening to this live, you will know that this month, this holiday season, I am focusing all my content on infertility because I know it can be just a really tough time around the holidays. Uh, the last podcast episode was just about infertility and mental health, so that might be just a nice broad episode if that would be helpful for you, but this one will just focus on why the holidays can feel really tough, um, and if you are in the thick of infertility, this will probably be stuff that you know and are familiar with, but might just be really validating and help you hold some space for these difficult things, help you like normalize that, yeah, this is really tough. And I think this episode can also be really lovely for someone if you have a loved one or friend who is experiencing infertility and you want to just understand why they might be struggling a little bit more this holiday season. I think this can be a nice one to just gather some more information, a little more understanding because it can be tough. And I think it's hard when, you know, those around us maybe don't fully understand our experience. So I think always a lovely thing to learn more about those you love and, and how you can hold space for them and just show them some extra compassion and kindness. So yeah, and if you listen to the last episode or follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I have experienced infertility in my life. And that is kind of my motivation for talking about it this month because I know um, I had two, at least two, two like holiday seasons that um, I was in the thick of infertility and those were really hard times for me. And personally, I love, I love the holiday season. I really enjoy winter. I love holiday lights, uh, Christmas decorations, things like that. Uh, I'm not religious, but I, I really enjoy celebrating the holidays and uh, getting cozy and spending time with family. My birthday is also around the holidays, so it is uh, just a, a really, usually a really lovely time of year for me. And yeah, the two years that I was in the like heaviest parts of infertility, the the Christmas season, because that's the, the holiday that I celebrate, the Christmas season lost a lot of the joy that it usually would have. Um, of course, I still enjoyed spending time with family and all of that, but it felt different. Um because there was something that I really wanted, right? I wanted to either be pregnant or have my kids' first Christmas um, over those years. And each year was just kind of this reminder that, oh, I don't have that and I don't know if I will have that. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience, but I'm just going to talk about some common challenges and um, we'll sprinkle some things that I felt within that. And if you are listening to this episode and experiencing infertility, um, know that these might not all be your experience. We all experience things very differently. 
Um, a lot of these things might hit true for you, but there might be some things that you're like, oh, that doesn't really hit as true, or maybe there's something else that feels a lot more significant. Um, that's okay. So there's no right or wrong way to experience these struggles, but here are just some, some common things that I see with myself, with others that I know, with clients that I serve uh, around infertility. So one challenge is that it's just like, it's just plain hard to feel joyful when you are struggling with something significant, right? Like, uh, for most of us, infertility isn't something we can just like put to the back of our mind and not think about. And yet you may be struggling with it for years, uh, multiple years. And so it just changes how you can be present in any moment, um, in any season. So it's, it's hard to get your mind off of these things. It's hard to focus on the things that you enjoy about the holidays. It can just feel really distracting. It can feel really heavy. Um, and I think it's tough because everyone around us might be experiencing a lot of joy and excitement and we have this heavy cloud we're going through and it can feel kind of isolating in that way, right? It can be like, oh, I wish I didn't have this thing weighing on my mind, right? I wish I could let this go for the moment and just have fun and celebrate the holiday. And it, it can feel tough because it's like, oh, no matter how hard you try, sometimes your mind just can't wander off of that because it feels so impactful, right? It's not just oh, hey, here's this like plan that I wanted to go one way this weekend, right? It's like, no, this is like part of my life plan on if I'm going to be able to grow my family the way that I want to, right? Like that's, that's pretty significant, right? So it's not just something we can compartmentalize super easily. And I think another piece is that holidays are often very family-oriented, right? Common traditions involve family getting together, maybe extended family. We see people celebrating with their kids. Uh, we probably see on social media people posting about their kiddos first Christmas or Hanukkah or, you know, whatever holiday it is that you celebrate. And it can feel like a lot of grief comes into that, right? Because we might need to grieve, oh, this is maybe another holiday that I don't get to celebrate with uh, a kid in my life or with a pregnancy. Um, and I think it's really important to hold space for that grief, right? And it feels kind of ambiguous, right? I think grief around infertility is that not so tangible grief because there's not always a loss. Certainly uh, people with infertility might also experience pregnancy loss, which also can feel kind of intangible too, because it's not this person that we have seen and, you know, held or different pieces like that. But um, whether there is pregnancy loss or not, it can feel kind of tough to grasp what this grief is. And it can feel like other people certainly can't grasp it because even if they know what we are experiencing, um, it's not this thing that they can see or fully like grasp and understand. And I think it can be hard for us to hold space for that too. Um, 
it's pretty common to invalidate the grief that's there because it's like, wait, there isn't this like actual loss, but it's like, oh, wait, there is like this, yeah, here is yet another year that I don't get to have this piece that feels really important to me. And another piece that can feel tough is pregnancy announcements, right? They are so common around the holiday season, right? I know um, for me, the, the, those uh, couple years, it just felt like everyone was announcing their pregnancies over the holiday season. Um, for some, right, they might have a family member that's announcing their pregnancy at a family gathering, um, because right, it, it feels like this joyful time that you want to celebrate and share. And I'm not hating on anyone that announces during the holiday season. I totally understand where that comes from. Um, because yeah, like if I didn't experience infertility, that would feel wonderful, right? I'd, I'd want to share it on one of my favorite times of year, right? And so that can feel like a really heavy piece, right? Feeling like everyone around you is announcing their pregnancies and getting to feel joyful. And here you are another year where that's not happening. Um, and you know, for me, it was, uh, unfortunate, uh, two Christmases in a row where essentially like it was either on that day or like very close to that day that I found out, oh, another cycle that didn't work, right? I got my period on Christmas or, you know, the day around it. And um, that's tough, right? Because, you know, and at, at both of these years, I kind of realized like something, you know, I either was um, in the process of getting an infertility diagnosis or I already had the diagnosis. And so I didn't really expect that cycle to work, but of course I had hope, right? And I, you know, thought, maybe fantasized about like, oh, wouldn't it be lovely if like around Christmas is when I found out I was pregnant, you know? I, I think we want to have that magic, that joy, and um, how heartbreaking that can feel to find out, oh, this didn't work, right? And then we see everybody else sharing their pregnancies, announcing their pregnancies, and it can feel really tough because it might be something that we really want to be able to celebrate for ourselves. And I think then we also can grieve the peace that we can't be fully present for other people. Um, right, so two of those holidays, you know, I had a person close in my life who uh, one of those Christmases was pregnant and the second one was her kiddo's first Christmas. And of course I wanted to be, and I was, right, like really happy and excited um, for her and, you know, wanted to buy special gifts for this pregnancy and um, of course celebrate like my nephew's first Christmas, these wonderful things. Um but I also had to grieve the fact that it was hard for me to be fully present for that, right? Because I wanted to be fully excited and in the moment of that. Um, and then yet it was also weighing on my mind of like, oh, like, I wish I could be celebrating this with her and um, with my family and get to have this joy myself too, right? So there is like this extra complicated layer of grief that we, you know, maybe can't be fully excited for the people that we love and are close to. So that can be an, an extra layer of challenge. 
And, you know, kind of what I maybe had mentioned before, but, you know, it, it feels like here is this next holiday season that's passed that didn't work. Um, again, holiday seasons can be very family oriented and it's normal to fantasize of like, oh, like this holiday season, I will be pregnant or I will have uh, my kid's first Christmas. And maybe you have one of those that doesn't happen. And then you say like, okay, you know, this was tough, but next year will be the year, right? Next year it will happen. And for some people year after year after year, they go through that. And so that can feel really heavy, right? Like it's kind of this reminder, right? Like these, these holidays that are the end of the year, um, and they are butting up to the new year, right? January 1st, where, I don't know, it's this significant reminder of time passing. And so that can feel like this extra heavy reminder, right? Like here's this next year that has gone by that didn't go the way I planned, right? This really important piece that I wanted in my life. Um, and I think another layer is just the the family nature of holidays. Sometimes we are spending time with extended family or maybe larger groups of friends. And depending on your comfort level, maybe a lot of people don't know what you're experiencing. Um, for me, I was pretty, you know, I, I, I don't remember the very first year. Um, I know my side of the family knew. I don't remember if we shared a ton with my husband's side, certainly not like with extended family. Um, and I think for sure by the second year, you know, our, our family's new and, um, it was a little bit easier to be transparent about that, but I don't know that I shared much with extended family. And, um, I guess in some ways, fortunately for, for me, unfortunately, but also fortunately, like it was, the pandemic was going on, so there weren't really large gatherings. So um, our holidays were spent just with more immediate family in smaller groups. So it was something that felt a little bit more comfortable than, say, if we were meeting with grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins, because I would not have felt comfortable sharing that full experience with everybody. Um and I think it's common for people to get questions about family things around the holidays, right? Uh, your aunt might ask you like, oh, hey, like, when are you guys thinking of having kids, right? Especially if there's other kids, you know, having fun in the living room or whatever. So when I say like, oh, you're next, like soon you'll, you'll be having your kids run around and um, they might be totally unaware of what you're struggling with. And so if you are someone who's not experiencing infertility and you're listening to this, just a nice reminder to just not bring up those kinds of things. Don't ask people when they're having kids. Don't make comments about having kids. Um, I always say like, unless you are so close with someone that you have had previous conversations that are really vulnerable where you know like okay if they were experiencing infertility they'd probably feel comfortable sharing that with me um i think sometimes just leave this topic out right um 
I think it's okay. And I think this is based on personal preference. But for me, if it was someone really close to me that I would feel comfortable sharing this with, if they asked out of just uh, some fully authentic piece in a in the right timing that felt right where it felt you know not at a family gathering but maybe like one-on-one time together you know if they asked out of some curiosity and some genuineness like oh hey like I'm curious are you guys thinking of having kids or not or you know what's that like for you if you feel comfortable sharing um that would be okay for me right? Everyone is different. But for me, that would be okay because with people that I'm really close with, I I like to be really transparent and open and, you know, I like to talk about these things. Um, But it would not feel the same if it was someone that I wasn't super close with. So I think just a nice rule to live by, like, if it's someone that you don't have these vulnerable conversations with, then just don't bring it up because you don't know what that can be like. Um, And the holiday season might and probably would already be really tough if they were experiencing infertility or, of course, for someone that doesn't want to have kids, right? Like how frustrating it can be to get these questions over and over again and feel judgment about it. Um, so for so many reasons, just don't don't bring it up um, unless it's like the right setting with someone who you can be really vulnerable and open with and know that they would feel comfortable letting you know if they don't want to talk about it. Um, and so that I think is a good reminder for all of us, but yeah, it's tough because sometimes those questions get asked not out of malice, but, uh, maybe some ignorance and those can feel really like some really uncomfortable reminders of something that's already feeling really tough. And so with that, I'll then add just a few notes on like, ways that we can support ourselves around this. And I think first and foremost is just to hold space and validate and be compassionate with ourselves for what we're dealing with. So catch yourself if you are invalidating yourself. Catch yourself if you're like trying to say like, just push it aside and be present. Why can't you like just enjoy this moment? Why do you have to feel so heavy? Like, let those let those self judgments go and just hold space for like yep this is tough it makes so much sense that this is tough you are not alone in feeling that it's tough um, it's really common to struggle around the holidays or around any kind of like family oriented time when you are dealing with infertility or pregnancy loss or anything like that like that is just tough and. Look into what kind of self-care you need with that. So it might be making sure you are practicing some good self-care around gatherings. So it might be like going for a walk with uh, maybe it's a friend or family member that knows it or your partner. Like going for a walk just to like get out in nature a little bit. Um, Maybe you're practicing a little meditation at home before you go. Uh, Doing whatever you need, right? Taking a bubble bath, Check in with what feels like self-care for you and practice that. It might also be boundaries around what these gatherings look like. It's understandable to decide not to go to a family gathering because you're struggling, right? If it's feeling really hard, it's okay to give yourself permission to not go at all, to bow out early, um, 
to pick and choose only like the most comfortable events to go to. You don't need to have an explanation or anything like that. Like you get to do what you need to do. Um, And I know it might feel tough, right? Like maybe there's family members that don't know what you're going through. And so it's hard to like not have that reason to share. Um, And I say that's okay. They might be upset. And and if it feels like the best self-care for you, like that is okay. Um, And it might also be boundaries around uh, communication pieces. So let's say... um, Let's say you have an aunt or a family member that tends to bring up questions about family things. You might be really intentional about avoiding that person at a family gathering. Uh, You might bring in someone close to you, whether it be your partner or your sister or your mom or, you know, someone um, that knows what's going on, that can hold space for that. Like you might be like, okay, Hey, if you see me talking to, uh, Aunt Shirley, will you just like come jump in and, and help me navigate these conversations if they come up, help, help divert them to something else. Um, so get your like support team in place as, as much as that's available. And, you might even be like prepare like if if you expect those kind of conversations to come up you might just kind of prepare yourself for what you need um and another thing i think with boundaries is taking breaks when you need so if it's hard like you can always excuse yourself and go to the bathroom um maybe you even go for a walk during a holiday gathering or take a step outside um it's okay to to take some space maybe you even like cry a little bit or or just like hold whatever emotion is there it's okay and it's understandable that that's going to show up right there's nothing wrong with you for like being flooded with emotion in a given moment and so you can take breaks and go somewhere else and hold space for that um, if you want that privacy if you need that maybe you even clue in like your support person that's there uh, to help you out with that too and Another piece might be, um, whether it be with a support person that's close to you and your family, or if you're going through infertility with a partner, um, maybe planning something a little bit special that feels like just for you to like hold space for this. Um, and, and it might be like honoring like the, the experience, like maybe you're doing some extra like lovely self-care thing um, or getting a really self-care oriented gift around it. Um, Maybe you plan a little trip or a weekend away Um, or maybe you do something that is like, okay, well, you know, here is something that I wouldn't be able to do if I was pregnant or if we had a kid and let's... um, really enjoy that right it might be making a really special drink that has alcohol in it if if that um is something that you partake in or right again it might be a little trip or something that feels like you can honor like what what is going on um and it might be a distraction from it or it might be holding space for it you kind of check in with what you need around that Um, if you're in therapy or contemplating therapy, like the holiday season is a great time to make sure you've got some appointments booked in. Um, of course I know that therapists usually take off around the holidays. I know I certainly do, but 
maybe you kind of bookend like, um, you know, a couple weeks before the holidays and maybe in the new year. So you have some appointments to prepare as well as debrief afterwards. Um, that could be nice too. <sighs> so yeah, all, all that to say the holidays can feel heavy. You are normal if it feels heavy. You're normal, like no matter what you're experiencing and how you're experiencing it. But um, there's no shame to struggle with the holiday season. And I think just first and foremost, it's holding space for that, right? Holding space for this holiday might feel tough because there is this really heavy piece of my life that is feeling really challenging. And... I wish there was some magical skill that could make that go away and feel better for the day. And I think the truth of the matter is, is that there isn't and it might feel tough. And so how can you support yourself? How can you hold space for yourself? How can you feel connected with what you need to feel connected to? And so for any of you that are either in the thick of it, um, even if you're not in the thick of it anymore, you might have some trauma around it. I know I'm not currently in the thick of it, but just remembering the last couple Christmases, like, oh, that feels kind of heavy. Um, and so hold space for yourself, have your need. I'm sending you all just so much love and support. And I hope that you can give yourself lots of love and support back. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.